Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Nine o'clock is here. It's time for social studies. Questions answered. Asked once again by Jared Carlin. Back from his vacation. Back. Back. Back, baby. Great to have you back, Jared. Let's see the gold. I'm not being sarcastic. Let's see the gold. It's okay to have you back, Jared. (laughs) Jared is back. Period. (laughs) All right. Welcome into social studies, everybody. We are on Twitter. Epically underscore Murata. Yes, these are Jared Carlin's questions again. If you hate them, direct your eye to him, not me, or just keep it to yourself. Let's start with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, Let's start with the Phoenix Suns. Guys, we are filling in the blanks with the Suns. They should not be worried about the Clippers unless blank. Um, For me, it's the obvious. Unless Paul George heals very quickly and gets back in there early in the series. That changes the entire thing. If that doesn't happen, I'm Confident. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I'm confident the Suns win the yeah, series. I, I, that's, I, that has to be my answer, too. I, I don't think there's an alternative answer. I'm sure there is, but it, that's that's where my head goes. The end, yeah. It's the Paul George factor. Sure. And Law Murray, who covers the Clippers for The Athletic, he was on with us half an hour ago. He said he doesn't think the Clippers are going to push Paul George to get back into the series at all. They need his knee to be fully stabilized. So if we see him, we see him. If we don't, we don't. But he said it could be a pretty short series uh, without him. So uh, the Suns should not not be worried about the Clippers Can unless... I put you on hold in a second? Please. Yes. Let's not put any of the I word out into the universe on any of these answers. How about that? What, injuries? The I ah, word, Sarah. Ah, ah, <laughs> itch? Ah, ah, Inkling? I don't know what you're getting uh, to. Uh, what are you getting One of at? those is right. But... Okay. Isaiah Utley is that I word allowed? <laughs> he says... The Suns should not be worried about the Clippers series unless, Isaiah says, Kawhi turns into his Raptors playoff run form and Russell Westbrook consistently knocks down his open shots. Otherwise, the Suns should take care of business in five, maybe six games. Kelly C. says the Suns should not be worried unless the team gets cocky or complains against the refs. Ooh, flashbacks of 22 right there. Mm. Eric Whitaker goes to the Paul George factor, of course. A few people did, including Aaron. Eric. He says the Suns should not be worried unless Paul George is healthy. Chris Weber says, as an Arizona sports fan, I'm always worried. Chris Weber says, unless they try to take a timeout that they don't have. <laughs> <laughs> that, Chris Weber. This one has two B's in his last name. Uh, Linnea Smith says, unless Scott Foster is a referee. Okay, of course, people are keeping an eye on that. Uh, Brian says, no Suns in four chance after game one. Please and thank you. Such a great call. Such a great call. Let's not, let's not get... We're not, we're not new to this dance anymore. Right. Let's not get greedy, Suns fans. No more calling our shots. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy with the stack of $100 bills, yeah, whether they're real yeah. or fake, keep them at home. Yes. Has that man the, the, come out of witness money protection the man. yet? Both? Both. Both. <laughs> or just give me the stack. I'll watch the cash. You stay home. How does that sound? <laughs> uh, has that man ever resurfaced at a Suns game? Do you I know? don't think so. Man, Sorry. that was unfortunate. Oh. Brutal. Oh. Brutal. <laughs> All right, let's get to the Arizona Diamondbacks. They uh, won their series against the Brewers yesterday, locked it up with a 7-3 win. One of only three teams in all of baseball not to lose a series. Is that right? They've split two and they've won two. Yeah, the Rays and the Yankees are the others, right? 
crazy. Crazy. The Rays haven't even lost a game yet. Nothing. It's wild. All right. What has been the most pleasant surprise about the Diamondbacks this season? Open-ended. Two words. Three words. <laughs> Geraldo Perdomo's offense. Two words. Three words. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. Three words. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yep, a lot of people wrote that in. Did they? Yeah. What do you huh. think, Vic? Uh, starting pitching. Anyone in particular? No, just in some. The, uh, yeah, in some. Okay. Most pleasant surprise from the D-backs this season, Matthew Crooks says probably Nick Ahmed. He's hitting the ball, stealing bases, just not something we have seen from him lately. Mark says the ability for the team to string hits together and build an inning instead of being overly reliant on the long ball. Oren Keene says the most pleasant surprise for the Diamondbacks for him is that the lean into the youth movement has not fallen flat right out of the gate. Um, Burrow says the greatest surprise is I heard that the lemonade, 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 just like grandma made guy is back. That's awesome if it's true. Yeah. Please, someone please confirm this uh, allegation from Burrow. The suggestion. You know you want it. <laughs> Love it. What a legend. I think his name a is, true Arizona name sports is Derek, legend. Derek, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Seabacher44 uh, says this Diamondbacks team has no fear. The youth do not care who they are playing. And then EWV says the scrappiness this team has talked about leading up to the season is real. I'm really happy to see the team off to a hot start, he says. A few years back, a horrible start in Australia against the Dodgers just totally buried the season. How about just 5-3 and three against the Dodgers at this point? Crazy. That's a ple- I wouldn't have not what projected we that. That's a pleasant surprise. Point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jarrett Carlin back from Disneyland and California Adventure. We have five Arizona sports figures. And we're likening them to Disney characters. Which Disney character are these five most like? Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, Kyler Murray, Corbin Carroll. I, uh, generally speaking, am terrible at questions like this. And since it's Disney-related, I'm really terrible. So I'm I'm tapping out of this one. Okay. Vic, our Disney expert. Go to the listeners. (laughs) Such a nuanced question. Okay. And our listeners are always great at these questions. Yes, they are. Including Dave Burns, our movie guy here at the station. He says that Devin Booker is like Woody from Toy Story. Kevin Durant is like Buzz Lightyear. That's a good one. DA is Sully from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) That's pretty good. Kyler says, or excuse me, Burnsy says that Kyler is Simba, parentheses, hopefully. And Corbin Carroll is like Dash from The Incredibles. And then yes. Bernsey added, uh, for what it's worth, Gambo came up with the Woody Buzz analogy for Book and KD some time ago. I think it's brilliant. Oh, well done. Well done, Gambo. I'd love I'd look I'd like to learn more about it. Yes, this. I would like to hear Well, I guess I guess the idea that it was Woody you know, Devin Booker, this was his team, he oh, was the it? main guy, and then the new shiny toy okay. comes in and can they get along and coexist and okay. learn their roles. Pretty good. That is pretty good. Good job, Gambo. Wow, Gambo. Good job, Gambo. Good job, Gambo. Has anybody checked on Gambo? Is he okay? <laughs> okay, here's a response from. Suddenly sitting around watching Disney movies. Gerns and Bambo responded. Oh. Marvel responses from Gerns and Bambo. Devin Booker is K 
Captain, what, like Captain America? Yeah. He is loved and hated. He never quits. And he has a great butt. That's from Gurns and Bambo. That, that Those are not my words. <laughs> Yeah, that's the famous line in a couple of the movies. That's America's blank. Oh, really? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Kevin Durant is Groot. He is tall, lanky, and unstoppable presence. Uh, DA is the big, funny, huggable Hulk. Kyler is Ant-Man. Uh-oh, small, oh. seems lost, oh. could be a big deal. <laughs> and Corbin Carroll is wizard. He literally wears Marvel wizard jerseys, and yes. he is I think magic. he means Doctor Strange, but yeah. Okay, see, and I asked Jarrett during the break, can you help me with the Marvel folks? Because this is not my, this is not my bag. Yeah. This is not my thing. It's not my bag, baby. That's right. Um, let's read one more from Oren Keen. He also went all Marvel. Devin Booker is Spider-Man. He is young. He is crafty. He is the face of the franchise. Oren said nothing of Devin Booker's butt. So, you know. That's good. Still out there. Uh, Kevin Durant is Loki. He's mischievous. He's calculated. He is a cold killer. And he's low-key. He's low-key what? (laughs) DA is Black Panther, purely off of vibes alone. Oh, no. We got another Ant-Man for Kyler. Small, evasive, great improvision. So, plus, it was a plus there. Yes. Carol is Quicksilver. Corbin Carroll is Quicksilver. I don't know who that is. But is he fast? Yes. He's, is he quick? He's one of the X-Men. See, the only Quicksilver I remember is the really bad Kevin yes. Bacon bicy- bicycle messenger movie. From I thought you were talking about the surf brand from yes, the 90s, that, like Massimo. Go to PacSun. I Buy a, it for like $28. I have a couple of Quicksilver yeah. t-shirts. No fear. <laughs> Uh, well done again on a question like that by our audience. Yes, There's more, they always uh, come through. And if you so wish, you can check out all those responses. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, guys. I uh, want to remind you as well that uh, the Suns, I don't know if you heard, they're back in the playoffs. We're giving you the chance to score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Just text TICKET to 62620. Register and listen for your name today during the noon hour with Wolf and Luke and the 5 o'clock hour with Burns and the brilliant Gambo for your chance to uh, qualify for Game 1 tickets to see the Suns take on the Clippers. That's ticket 620-620. Coming up next... Can confirm Lemonade Guy is back. There you go. Good. Matt June, thanks for the assist. Now we got to go to a game just to get some lemonade like Grandma made. just like Grandma made. Uh, More on uh, Suns and Clippers previewing this first-round matchup next. Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. I think it's balanced, but I also think um, if you look at some of... You, know, you just can't go with the records. You know, it, it changes. You know, they, they, I'm pretty sure Denver had multiple games they could have won. Um, I'm pretty sure Denver had, you know, where they healthy, they would have been able to do some tremendous things. They're a really good team. Um, but, but by and large, I think the league is just really competitive and we have a lot of good teams and, and, and teams taking advantage of the schedule. So I, I don't think the 53 wins is indicative of, 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 you know, like a lesser play or lesser style or like lesser teams. I do think that um, both conferences, East and West, um, are stacked with, with teams that all have a shot. So I just think that's the nature of the league. And I think it's good for the league to have 
so many good teams playing for the same thing. James Jones, president of basketball operations of the Suns on Arizona Sports yesterday with Burns and Gambo talking about specifically the West being uh, considered wide open and, and focusing on the 53-win total for the Denver Nuggets, who are the one seed. Mm-hmm. Look, last year we saw the Suns as a one seed, sixty four wins. That's an eleven win difference. That's a monumental number when you talk about year to year difference in a in a one seed. But right. I, I tend to think um, with the way teams handle the ends of seasons, and you heard James Jones kind of make reference to it there as well. The Nuggets rested a lot down the last couple weeks of the season. They did. Those numbers are going to be down. Mm-hmm. Winning regular season games as we move forward in the NBA will be. Not as much emphasis put on winning regular no, season games. No. It's all about seeding and positioning. And I've said this before. I think this has been the most unbecoming NBA regular season. I can ever remember the the talk about load management, the talk about guys missing games. Um, some of the stats that are out there are absolutely incredible. Fifteen years ago, in 2007-2008, there were 43 players in the NBA who started every game. In what year? 2007-2008, 15 years ago. 43? 43 of them. And this year, three? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, listen, so we're talking about we're talking about a profound difference in availability, and so I think that in the case uh, of, of these playoffs, I, I think the NBA, they're at the reckoning in terms of they need, they need to find a way to, to shorten that regular season and then bring in some sort of tournament that can supplement their income and satisfy advertisers and all that kind yeah. of stuff. They've got to do it. They've really got no choice. But, but these playoffs, um, I, I think they're going to be fascinating for a lot of different reasons. And it's just, it's really going to be interesting if this Clippers team that's built on depth and wings, uh, a team that, uh, you know, on, on any given night could be any number of things. Clippers are all over the place. And so is this going to be a series where where you're going to get a lot of Nicholas Batum and Norm Powell and Eric Gordon? Or is this going to be, is Marcus Morris healthy? Are we going to get a... We he was get, not healthy at the end of the year. But okay. I saw he was pictured at practice yesterday okay. like a full participant. Okay. So. Yeah, and so and then the then the Russell Westbrook factor. Exactly, what is he going to bring to this series? And the thing that scares me more than anything, and not a lot scares me about the Clippers. But so in that context, Kawhi Leonard, like I said yesterday, I think people have forgotten because he's been out of the lineup so much with his tendinopathy. I I think people have forgotten how good he is, especially in the playoffs. He's one of these guys that is markedly better the bigger the stage he's on, like like KD. And so you can't count guys like that out. I would agree. He's playing really good basketball, and he's been available. I mentioned when we had LaMurray on the 16-game stretch to end the season where the Clippers went 11-5 and to elevate to the five seed. He only missed two of those games. So he's been available. He's got a couple games of 40-plus minutes. He's played back-to-backs a couple of times. So he, I think one of our listeners in social studies said they feared him turning into that Toronto Raptor. Kawhi Leonard, which pretty much carried a team that was good, but not one of the you know great teams no, to be right. one of the great. You're right, he was I'm, just you couldn't deal with him. But I'm not putting an asterisk by the Toronto championship. But you could. They got a lot of fortune in in that run, and I know we we fought against the Suns two years ago, saying, "Oh, they, everything fell their way. Everything fell the way of the Toronto Raptors." Yeah, from that shot he made against that Philadelphia, shot he made in the baseline corner, and yeah. then two of the best players in the league getting hurt in the championship. Oh, series. that's right. That's uh, yeah. Of but course. when uh, you know James Jones talking about the West, there's nine teams 
uh, you know, still alive as we speak. That'll mm-hmm. be whittled down to eight. Either Minnesota or Oklahoma City is going to claim that eight seed. Let's just go through the list. Okay. I'll give you the team. You say yes or no. Can you see this team winning the West? Denver Nuggets. Yes. Memphis Grizzlies. Yes. Sacramento Kings. No. Phoenix Suns. Yes. L.A. Clippers. No. Golden State Warriors. Yes. L.A. Lakers. No. I know, I know a lot of people can. I can't. Don't let the people at ESPN here. No, I know. You'll never get I a know. job there, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just don't think. Uh, look, maybe I'm put, I'll put them as a half. Put them as a half. Just as a give me a half. Just a All tip right. of the cap to LeBron yeah. James. Mm-hmm. There's four and a half teams out of the nine. I'm not even going to ask you about Minnesota and Oklahoma yeah. City. No. I think the Clippers, if they somehow got past the Suns. But that's not going to happen. So, so that's, if they which got is why past I answered the, it the way that I did. If they got past the Suns, they likely would be playing the Denver Nuggets in the first round, or in the second round of the mm-hmm. playoffs. That's a lot of it. I mean, it's assuming if they got past the Suns, that probably means that Paul George is healthier than we all thought, yes. which then means that they're you know kind of scary in the next round. Now, I've yeah. talked a lot, too, about Sacramento being the most disrespected team in this playoff field for, for obvious reasons. Denver's not far behind. As a one seed with a two-time MVP. They're getting getting a lot of disrespect. Now, again, they're responsible for it because of recent playoff history to a degree. But there's a lot of people. If I went down this list with 100 NBA experts and Mm -hmm. I said the Denver Nuggets, some of them would say, no, I can't see them winning the West as the one seed. No, I know. It's a a stretch for me. I I have to really look hard. You thought about it. I did think about it. Yeah. I did. So... I'm comfortable with that number, four and a half. Okay. As long as the Suns are one of the four and a half, I'm really comfortable with it. <laughs> you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, for a couple of different reasons, <laughs> I just thought of the second reason, uh, we'll uh, unveil a very cool edition of Mock by World next. Okay. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on uh, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, for a quick look at our poll question before we get into a round of Mock My World. What is more likely in this Suns-Clippers series, guys? Suns win in four, or the series goes to seven? What is more likely? More likely? Yes, more likely. I'd have to say it goes seven is more likely than yeah. a sweep. Same here. All right, let's place a vote for seven. And, ooh, it's really close. 51% say the series goes seven, or it's more likely to go seven. 49% say a sweep is more likely. 51-49. Hmm. I don't think either is very possible, but... Certainly seven is more possible. That's today's Anderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Oh, Mock My World is back. Going back to last Thursday. Bick was gone. Uh, so we rolled out a, a baseball movie character category last oh, week. Oh, okay. Back. And Tim Ring came in and stole Mock My World. Did he? His team of Ricky Vaughn, Kelly Leak, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, and Tanner Boyle got 28.7% of the vote. 
I finished second at 25.9. Jared had 24.2 and Sarah 21.2 with her very uh, Sandlot heavy team. But we all had over 20%. Yes, over 1,100 votes. I would have, if I was a betting man, I would have bet money that I would have won last week. I am a betting man and I now owe uh, the bookies some. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, uh, the the twofold reason for this, uh, Suns are about to play the Clippers. And because we get creative with uh, how Tori Lovello spelled a word yesterday on our on our mm-hmm. airwaves. S H I P P S H I P is what S-H-I-P. we're spelling. P uh, on the Clippers, <laughs> named after a boat. <laughs> Most fa- best teams of famous, yeah, real and fictional yeah. ships and boats. Your favorite real and, fi- real and fictional boats. Yes. And ships. Uh, do we have a uh, We do. Random.org. Dan Bickley with the first pick. Yeah. Me with the second pick. Vince third. Sarah fourth. With the first pick in the draft. I don't. I, <laughs> I know. I don't. Sometimes I don't like the first pick. Sometimes it's great. Give me the Black Pearl. Uh, the I knew you were going to go there. Pearl. That's what I thought you were doing as well. Dan Bickley, a v- very big fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yes. The Black Pearl is off the board. Jarrett's. I'm going with, even though it was not a, a great boat and took several decades to fix, the SS Minnow from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> mm. Three-hour tours. Three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. Was it several decades? I feel, I, I I feel like they didn't get rescued till they did like a TV movie, Rescue right. from Gilligan's that Island. That didn't happen until the 80s, so you're, yeah. you're, you're right. Oh, where do I go here? Our favorite ships and boats. I'm going cheese. I'm going pop culture. The love boat. Ah, good one. Soon will be. I didn't think of that one. That's good. The Pacific Princess was the actual name. Oh, of the okay. Yeah. All right. Sarah, you got two picks. All right. I'm going to take AQ Shipley. Oh, there you go. Creative. There you go. See and? A, see a boat or a ship? Ship. Shipley. I'm going to take friendships. Oh, boy. That's good. Right. Two creative ones right off the bat. The best ships are friendships. Vince? <laughs> uh, let's see. Where am I going to go here? I mean, I could go historic. I will go or, historic. Or there you go. Yeah. It's a Mayflower. They say, uh, yes. They landed at Plymouth Rock. Uh, April April showers bring Mayflowers. Yes. What do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. <laughs> and again, Plymouth Rock, the most underwhelming thing I've ever experienced in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. A rock with a fence around it. There's a fence? Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Jared, like the Blarney yeah. Stone where they want. I am going to go with something, I believe it was Ringo Starr who said, we all live in a yellow submarine. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we do. The yeah. yellow submarine. Yeah. The yellow submarine. It's our favorite ships and boats. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Ships and boats. Uh, and boats. Yes. Two. Two for you there, Danny. Uh, I would like Danny. Really? Yeah. Okay, Wolf. <laughs> Wolf does that, I know. Danny. Danny. Give me, give me Orca. I think we're going to need a bigger boat. Yes, the boat from, from Jaws. Jaws. Good one. Orca. It's spelled O-R-C-A, Jared, just so you know. Okay. And uh, give me the Titanic. Great. Uh, I thought for pick. sure Sarah would have been on the Titanic. It was on my list. I was debating. Uh, Sarah's not that old. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been eighty-four years. years. <laughs> 
The ship of dreams. <laughs> Jared, back to you. Ships and boats. Ships and boats. Hmm. I'm going to go. I believe the Red October was the name of the. Another submarine? Another oh, submarine. Wow. Okay. A famous one where they said, Sean Connery, you're playing a Russian submarine captain. Okay, I cannot do that accent, so I'm going to be Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Red October's off the board. I'm gonna I'm gonna really make Vic mad with this. With my third round pick. I christened thee the Flying oh, Wasp. Oh, I forgot about that. Darn it. Darn it. Oh, you scratched my anchor. Hey, you, you could still hey. draft uh, Rodney's dinghy. <laughs> That's a good one. I forgot about that one. Sarah? Good job, Vinny. All right. Uh, gonna, these are my last two, aren't you're they? You're going to say championships, yeah. aren't you? I'm going to say free shipping. <laughs> because women be shopping. And I'm going to say the USS Arizona. Oh, that's a good there you go. Peace in history. That's a good pick. All right, the USS Arizona is off the board. Back to me for my final pick. Hmm, I got a lot left, surprisingly. I'm going to go another movie. Going Step Brothers. Remember their video? Filmed on the Gilded Lady. <laughs> I would say the name of the video, but I'm not going to. Yeah. 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 The Gilded Lady is off the board. Garrett? Okay. Booby. I just had to look up the exact details of this <laughs> oh, one. Booby. Come on, Booby. <laughs> yeah, Bubble. <laughs> what? Booby. <laughs> booby. It's a Yiddish for like you know. oh, oh, okay. I learned so much about this is. show. <laughs> um. All Jewish grandmothers had boobies. Now, the... Uh, Most grandmothers have boobies. Yes, anyway, so... <laughs> boobie, boobie. Uh, in 2017, I believe the, Brit the British Armed Forces had a vote to name their new lead marine uh, robotic boat. The winner was Bodie McBoatface. Yes. Do you remember this story? So yes. I'm drafting Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, I remember that Classic. story. It made me hate the internet. <laughs> more than I already did. Bodie McBoatface is Love off it. the board, Beck. Sorry you're going to be reaching here. Uh, that's all right. Uh, with my last pick, I'm going to go with a spaceship. Can I do that? Just the, in general. Yes. Just the general spaceship? No. The Millennium okay. Falcon. Whoa! I mean, I drafted no? free no? shipping. No, I think that's yeah, that's creative spaceship? enough. Spaceship? Yeah. yeah. She did She did draft free shipping, so I think that... <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, think, well, I think we've loosened I think, the rules I think a bit. Qualifies. Yeah, right. I will say this. Not a big Sarah, boat gal. If Sarah beats me this week, I'm quitting. <laughs> she's, she's done very... When she's gone sort of out of the box in the past, she's done very well. I, I can't name four ships or boats that I actually can, feel I, confident in drafting. I can so. name three boats just from... Uh, but that you want to draft? Or that... I'm not talking about awareness. I'm talking about that you want yeah, to take. Listen, I, yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to pick the HMS Surprise, which is in the Surprise. Maritime Museum in San Diego, but nobody knows no, that. Nobody knows that's that that's the boat from Master and Commander. From yeah, but you would. I mean, you would appeal to the real boat lover. I would have. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, how about the? Which I'm surprised audience. you didn't take the Jolly well, Roger. We got, we just got, being we got at one. Disney. We got one more pick here, right? Or that's where we're done. Way to follow along, Jerry. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think the Jolly Roger was the name of the. 
flag. No, the Jolly, Jolly Roger is the, the name Jolly... of Captain Hook's ship. Oh, I thought I it was the name so. of a flag. I think that's no, the I name of so. raising the Jolly it's Roger. It's that. It's it's the pirate. It's the skull and well, crossbones. Yes, exactly. We, we left out some good ones, though. Yeah. The yeah. Nina, the Penta, the Santa I know. Maria. I was going to say, could, would that the be one? The Flying Dutchman. Yes, the Flying Dutchman the was Poseidon. the other Poseidon. Oh, yeah. You guys remember Ever Given, the one that got caught in the Suez Canal, and we all watched it on the internet? Yeah, with, with all like everybody years ago. Oh, everybody's right. merchandise on it? Yes. That's right. Sloop uh, John B. Here was another one I was going to go deep for. The pirate ship that gets uh, unleashed at the end of the Goonies, the Inferno. Oh, Remember that? Oh, that no. One-Eyed Willie's boat. How about that? I actually did one some research Edmund Fitzgerald? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, too. And for the Billy Joel fans, how about the Down Easter Alexa? Don't know it. I just... Nope. The song? I just saw set off... Uh, that was going to say, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> All right, Big's got the Black Pearl, the Orca, the Titanic, and the Millennium Falcon, which was not good in water. Uh, Jared's got the SS Minnow, the Yellow Submarine, Red October, and Bodie McBoatface. I went with the Love Boat, the Mayflower, the Flying Wasp, and the Gilded Lady. And Sarah went with AQ Shipley, Friendships, <laughs> Free Shipping, and the USS Arizona. This should be an interesting result in this week's Mock My World. You determine the, the winner on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Some final thoughts coming up on uh, the Thursday edition next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Song of the Day. What do you think of cranberries, Jared? Do you like cranberries? You ever have a cranberry, a straight up cranberry? I don't. The straight up cranberry is pretty nasty. It's really, really tart. Really tart. But cranberry juice, I enjoy quite a bit. How about the band? You like the band? I do like the band. I, I mean, I like their coming, popular songs. I coming to the menu at Vinnie Joe's Good Gravy Sports Bar, which is going to feature a, a band shell for bands and a comedy. St- it's going to be all things to all people. <laughs> On the menu, there will be lingering beef with a side of cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love beef and berries? Who doesn't, right? Buried beef. And we're only playing this because for Jared, there wasn't a song called Dangle. Yeah. (laughs) No, we will not have dangling beef on the menu. Do you have to let it dangle? (laughs) Do you have to? I had a nickel. Do you have to? I think ever doesn't everybody like. I mean, I, I only know their radio hits, like they had, you know, their two or three songs that were on the radio. But yeah, I didn't delve into very, the entire catalog. But yeah, good band. Yeah, very of the time, very nineties. Uh, the late great Dolores O'Riordan and the oh, Cranberry. Right. Today's uh, right. song of the day with Linger, Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. We wanted to get to this yesterday, but we ran out of time. This is this is gold for so many reasons. Uh, Basketball Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas was on the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Mac show on mm-hmm. ESPN Radio. Mm-hmm. And because it's a radio show on television, there's a visual component to it. 
So Isaiah Thomas is doing his thing, and apparently he's got the TV on while his interview's going. <laughs> and they have the graphic up. Isaiah Thomas, Basketball Hall of Fame guard, Turner Sports NBA analyst, two-time NBA champion, with a picture of Isaiah Thomas not exactly flashing his famous ear-to-ear smile. And Isaiah didn't like that. If, if Chris Paul wins a championship, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm looking at my picture. I, come on, Keyshawn. I didn't. I don't. Y'all, y'all doing that? Wait, I, y'all doing Zeke, that to I, me? I, I, I Zeke. I don't. Have what do you smile a little, I, Isaiah? I, smile a little I bit. Saw, What's I, the, I, what I, are you so I, sour I about Max, that? I saw Max Kellerman's picture up there. I saw your picture up there. Y'all smiling. Smiling. Y'all just had my man up there, you know, who was doing the football. He was smiling. Right. This the picture y'all put up there, me? That's what the y'all picture. doing at ESPN to me? Well, you got to talk. Come on, That's man. That's a bitter that Isaiah right. Thomas you know that I see. Right. Why don't you smile a little bit, Isaiah? What's wrong? Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? Why y'all do this to me? <laughs> this, Next is, time. this is messed up. Hey, as a matter of fact, y'all should just take that down. Right? <laughs> hey, I, can't, I mean. Who is to play? Who's I, responsible for this about, picture of one of the greatest players who ever lived? No. No, pictures, pictures say a lot, right? And, and the way y'all got me cast in this picture, you know that ain't me. <laughs> he actually would end up hanging up and calling back. As yeah. To give them an opportunity to put up a new picture. <laughs> yeah, that is and that. I love the fact that, that he was blamed Keyshawn for putting together the graphics for the. Time yeah. <laughs> That the is funny, a little bit odd. That was one of those things where he was actually upset about it. Yeah, everybody on the show played it off like they were having fun and being jokey, jokey. Yes, but you could tell it actually did bother Isaiah Thomas. Yes, I think it did. And look, I could see it if I had a smile as radiant as uh, Isaiah Thomas's smile. I have the exact opposite. I hate my smile. <laughs> if I show teeth in a picture, it's usually a defeat for me. I would want to show the the pearly whites too, but <laughs> that was taking it a little yeah, far. It really is. So, so they thought they were. They, so Isaiah in his brain really thought ESPN was trying to make him look bad, right? Trying to paint him in a certain yeah, light, right? Yeah. Here's this miserable Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas joining us. Wow! Uh, I just I got a kick out. That of is that. fine. I also got a kick out of this. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. of the Kansas City Royals. Did you see this story? No, I did not. They're in Texas playing the Rangers. Bobby Witt's at bat, and he hits a foul ball. Big deal, right? Bobby Witt Sr., a former Texas Rangers pitcher, in attendance, caught the foul ball hit by his son. Bobby Witt Jr. hit a foul ball into that sweep, and guess who ended up with the ball? His dad. Bobby Witt Sr., here's the reaction afterwards. They were jumping up and down. Oh, my gosh, Bobby Witt Sr. ended up with a ball from Bobby Witt Jr. That is a cool moment. So I talked to Jr., just wrote on it. Hit by Bobby Witt Jr., caught by Bobby Witt Sr., and the date. He hasn't signed it yet. I asked him if he would, and he said, maybe we'll both sign it. (laughs) How cool is that? That's unbelievable. There was seven over 17,000 people in the ballpark that and night. it ends up in his father's hand. Did he yeah. catch it or did it bounce around it and rattle a little around? Bit, but okay. he, he was but the still, first yeah. one to get his yeah. hands on it. That's pretty cool. For somebody who's never caught a foul ball that's in a game cool. before, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's going to do it for the Thursday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We also appreciate Derek Hall and Law Murray joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. More Suns Clippers preview as we get you ready for the NBA playoffs bright and early tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke are up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.